Hello, this is Robeli and Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Uh, just want to say that we had to kick the boys out of the room because they were being dicks. <laughs> uh, they scratched Sam's face with a frisbee, or something. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, you'll hear some clawing at the door. That's them trying to get back in here. Um, so anyway, today. Oh, you know what? Before we get started, too, I want to make a correction that I said for our. During our review for Are You There, Guys, Me, Margaret, I, I said that Judy Bloom wrote Ramona the Pest. She did not. Oh, that was wow. Beverly Cleary, and I, I don't know why I got those two confused. That's They're totally different people. Anyway, sorry about that. I just want to start that off because it was bugging me. But, um, yeah, so today's movie is Barbie. As many of you know, this is, uh, what were they calling this weekend? Barbenheimer? Barbenheimer. Yeah, so we saw Oppenheimer on Friday, and we saw Barbie today. And uh, if you don't know, uh, Barbie, of course, is the movie based on the Mattel doll uh, that's been around since the 50s. And um, it stars Margot Robbie as uh, like the Barbie or as she's called in here, the stereotypical Barbie. So she's like the, you know, the original Barbie, I guess. And then you've got a bunch of different actors playing different versions of Barbie. So you got Issa Rae, you've got, um, uh, I, I, you know, actually I don't remember some of the actors' names on the thing about it that are playing different versions of Barbie, but they're all playing different, you know, like a doctor, one's a scientist, one's a president, one's a reporter, whatever. And then of course you've got Ryan Gosling play, playing like the original Ken. And then you've got a bunch of other Kens, <laughs> uh, played by like Simu Liu, um, uh, the guy from from that show we're watching on uh, Disney Plus, please uh, Gravik, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they're all they're all part of this um, Barbie Land, right? And so this is like, of course, this fictitious uh, place, kind of based on like what, let's say, a girl would create playing with all the dolls and you know the Barbie Dream House and all that stuff. And then simultaneously, you have the real world going on, and you kind of got the sense of this from the second trailer that there was going to be an introduction to like quote unquote the real world Mm -hmm. and basically barbie starts having uh margot robbie's character barbie starts having these thoughts and these um like she asks (laughs) during a party like hey does anybody think about dying or you know and of course it like ruins the party but she starts having these like real world thoughts and it's weird because you know they've never had these thoughts before it's all you know perfect dream you know barbie land you know stuff so all of a sudden she's having these like existential questions and it turns out it's because there's somebody in the real world that is you know playing with this barbie with her and they're having these thoughts and so it's affecting the whole outcome of what's going on in the the fake world but anyway all of that is to say um there's a bunch of questions that come up about uh existentialism words that you wouldn't probably expect or a lot of people didn't expect to hear from a barbie movie like feminism Mm -hmm. patriarchy uh stuff like that so we'll get we'll get more into that um and some of the backlash that it's getting from certain uh political circles but uh anyway Mm -hmm. sam what did you think of barbie i absolutely loved this movie this is probably my favorite movie of the year so far um because it was so funny it was so fun and it was so real. And the way they 
they mix the realness with the comedy. Like, it was just such a good balance. So I loved everything about the story. I loved everything about this movie. First, we'll talk about the cast. Love Margot Robbie. Perfect choice for Barbie. Um, I think she's just a great actress. And, of course, she looks like the perfect Barbie. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Love me some <laughs> Ryan Gosling. He played the perfect Ken. Um the guy is jacked. Like, he has, like, abs on abs on abs and biceps. Um, and he's funny. Like, he's just so... He's such a good actor himself. And he... I, I, I read... I saw part of a review that said, like, he steals every scene that he's in. And I, I feel like that's kind of true. Like, he was just... Everything he did was just funny. And you're... I don't know. Half the cast of Sex Education was in this movie. Um, so Sex Education is a show on Netflix. If y'all haven't seen it, it's really good. Y'all should watch it. But Emma Mackey, she plays Maeve in Sex Education. She plays one of the Barbies in this. She's the one that touches Barbie's foot when it's flat and she starts, like, screaming. Um, Nakuti Gatwa, he is Eric in Sex Education, but he plays one of the Kens. Um, and then... Connor Swindles, he plays Adam Groff in Sex Education, but in this movie, he is the guy in the sweater vest that goes to tell Will Ferrell that Barbie is in the real world, and he stays with him throughout the rest of the movie. Um, so oh, yeah, I forgot to say Will Ferrell was in this movie, too. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was weird that, like, half the cast of that show is in this movie, um, but good for them, because I really like those actors. Um, so if you see that show, like, you'll understand why, like... You fall in love with those characters. Um, but Issa Rae, I love Issa Rae. She's, I, I love everything she does. Like, I first saw her in Insecure. That show was great. Y'all should check that show out. Um, and then everything she's done since, like, she's just funny. Like, she just nails everything she's in. Like, every character she plays. Um, I love that they made her the president. <laughs> and uh, Simu Lu, I love Simu Lu. He's so hot. He's got abs on abs and abs too. And I know he likes to dance. I, I follow him on Instagram. He's always posting like his like dance. Maybe it was all related to Barbie, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but he was he was funny too. He he played a rival Ken in this movie, and it was just really funny. Um Kate McKinnon's in this movie. I love Kate McKinnon. Like, she's always hilarious in everything that she does. She, she always nails everything. She plays the, the weird Barbie, she as they call her. Barbie. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone played with her a little too hard in real life. Yeah, you know, and it's like, like, they've got the colored, like, they've so got, funny. she's got, like, uh, paints on her face and, like, her hair is cut all weird and stuff because, you know, kids mess doing yeah. weird stuff. So funny. Yeah. So Will Ferrell's in this movie. I, I didn't hate him. Like, I know some people hate Will Ferrell. I don't mind Will Ferrell. It depends on what he's doing. I, I um, can take him in small doses. Like, yeah. he's funny, but I can't... Like, a whole movie, like, when he's the star, I, I usually don't care for it. But in this movie, I, I thought it was the right amount. I don't think he... Yeah, no. He, they really overdid it with him. Yeah. He was his usual Will Ferrell self, but he, it, it, it it was okay. It, he, didn't, it wasn't overpowering. He plays the CEO of Mattel. Yeah. So, so I, I liked him in this movie. Um, I thought there was going to be a whole lot more Michael Sarah, but he was just kind of like a background character. He plays a, a character named Alan, which is actually a real. I did all, like looked all this stuff up. He's a, he was a real uh, doll that the 
that Mattel made. It was supposed to be like Ken's best friend or something, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like a one-off. Like there's no other Allens in the, 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 the Barbie land or whatever. That's so funny. And apparently he was married to Midge, the one that's pregnant. Really? Yeah. In, you know, in their, the, the Mattel storyline. So that's so funny. <laughs> so Midge is a real Barbie that Mattel made back in the day. Um, uh, and she was pregnant and they literally controversial. had like, yeah, they had like a baby in her belly and stuff. It was, weird um but they stopped making her because there was a lot of complaints from parents saying that midge was promoting teen pregnancy so you know that just kind of shows you how much power that you know these dolls have in the hands of girls like how they perceive themselves when they see a doll so that tells you right there if they the parents thought that this doll yeah. was promoting teen pregnancy, but giving a child a baby doll doesn't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't get that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just kind of going on to what you're saying there. The movie itself is it. It's very meta in those terms because it 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 refers to all that. It mm-hmm. refers to. There's a scene where uh, America Ferrara's daughter, America Ferrara's character, works for uh, Mattel. And her daughter is in high school and uh, or middle school or something like that, and she basically has this whole little speech how she's trashing Barbie mm-hmm. and the fact that she's ruined you're ruined you know the the women's movement and g- little girls see themselves in Barbie but they try to be they've tried too hard to be like Barbie of course this perfect image mm-hmm. and so it, it brings all that up all the complaints that people would have about about barbie that's why in the trailer even it says like if you love barbie this movie's for you if you hate barbie this movie's Mm -hmm. for you because it it addresses not only the uh you know the the um patriarchy and feminism like i mentioned earlier but the the fact that the barbie doll itself has had uh detractors and people that have of course you know said it's like this great doll that helped them when they yeah. were younger and stuff. So. That's what I love about the movie, yeah. too. Like you said, it, it has both points of view, the way Barbie was or is perceived mm-hmm. in society. So everyone, you know, who loves Barbie loves Barbie because she represents independence. Ultimately, that's what it is. It, she teaches girls that you can be independent. You don't need to depend on a man to buy your own house, your own car, like your own everything. You can be whatever you want to be. You can be a national. You can be a teacher. You can be a lawyer, whatever. And then there's the other side, like you said, where Barbie has created these impossible standards mm-hmm. for what a girl should look like. Right. Not what they should be, but what they look like. And so she's seen as perfect. And so it's giving girls an unrealistic vision of perfection that we should, you know, obtain or whatever in ourselves. And, um, and I get both points of view. I mean, and then there's also the, this, the stereotype where like, if you're blonde, you're dumb. Yeah. Um, and so that's how Barbie's kind of used as an insult to people too sometimes. Um, so I see both sides, but, I guess I'm an optimist in this because I, I like I like how eventually they started making different types of Barbies. Right. They made it. They made bigger Barbies. They made um, Mexican Barbies, black Barbies. You know, all types of different Barbies. Uh, like um, I think there's a wheelchair Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of Barbies, and so you kind of can't 
really go towards that complaint anymore once they started getting more diverse in, in the mm-hmm. dolls, I feel like, because it seemed like they were aware of the problem and trying to address that issue. Um, so I liked that. I really enjoyed, like you said, that they had both points of view in this movie. Um, props to America Ferrera. Her speech just had me in tears. And I won't even like try to tell you what it's about. You just have to watch the movie because it yeah. was just it was so great. Um, even the beginning of the movie had me in tears, like just what they were saying, how girls can be anything. And so I think that's what I loved about this movie. Like I was either crying, laughing or smiling the entire time. And I could feel the smile on my face just watching the movie. Like I was aware, like, oh, my God, like I, I have a big cheesy smile on my face. This movie is just so fun. It's so funny. And then there was parts where it was just making me cry. And when I was like, oh, my God, when am I going to stop crying? Then it was perfect timing with a joke or something to make light of the situation and get you, like, back on track. Um, So this movie was constantly moving. You know, you were never bored. You were never – it was never, like – there was never a slow moment in this movie, I feel like. And I was always engaged. There was always something cool going on on screen. Um. I love that they uh, every time uh, anyone tells a Barbie like, oh, you look beautiful or you look great. They always said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Or I know it or something. Um, And I just love that like in the Barbie world, obviously girls run everything. Right. It's like an inverse of like the real world. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so – when Barbie gets to the real world, she's just like, what the heck? It's almost as if, you know, like she she goes to a construction site and she's like, oh, good. Like there's women power here. Let's go. And it's like all these construction workers like catcalling her. Um, but, you know, it kind of forces you to think in that way. Like, why shouldn't these construction workers be women or why shouldn't these lawmakers be women? You know, like we have so many careers and jobs that are still just so male dominated and everyone thinks it's okay because we have one or two women yeah that comes you know up that's in the times. group yeah, right yeah. but no like think to me it's like you need to think radically opposite think opposite of that like we've been in the minority for so long like let's why can't we change that like obviously it been barbie they're showing like look we're making it all work um and, yeah I was going to say, and that's what made me laugh about the, because let's just address the elephant in the room, the conservative backlash against this movie because a bunch of, uh, you know, conservative men and women, I guess, conservative women too, uh, who, um, you know, accuse liberals of being snowflakes all the time are the, some of the biggest snowflakes I ever heard of because they're (laughs) always crying about how a movie or something, you know, oh, this movie is anti-man or whatever. And it's it, like really hurt their feelings that this movie like dares to, you know, question the patriarchy. Um, but I just think it's, 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 um, to your point, what you're saying about the, the let's think radically or whatever. It's funny how um, they, like they bring it up with the whole CEOs. Like we've had, you know, two female CEOs oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> But because uh, Barbie asked, like, can yeah. I speak to the woman in charge? Yeah. Like, she's like assuming a woman is in charge, yeah. and 
Yeah, no surprise. Yeah. It's a room full of men, mostly white men, that are trying to, you know, control but, Barbie. But as soon as the movie started, like two minutes in, I was already like, yeah, I can see why this upset them so much because uh-huh. it's 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 very satirical. And, and that meme you showed me of the Trojan horse thing, <laughs> yeah. I think that was the perfect description of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Trojan horse movie with these, these feminist ideas yeah. uh, packaged in what should have been uh, a two-hour like commercial for a a, a Mattel toy, you know, it should have been uh-huh. like a big product placement toy, but it wasn't. It you know, I mean, it was, but they had this crazy. They like snuck this crazy story in that I never thought would they would, you know, be able to put into this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. And of course, you know, it's Greta Gerwig who, um, you know, she's been writing and directing movies along with her husband for a long time now. Yeah, she's uh, great. Most recently, I love her work. Lady Bird and uh, Little Women, which were both great movies. Yeah, so. I really liked Lady Bird. Little, Men was, Little Women was really, really good too, but I think Lady Bird had been my favorite up yeah. until this yeah. point. Oh, okay. So it's definitely Barbie. <laughs> yeah, so just a really fun movie. Oh, and then the fact that um, once men, they gave the Kens like more knowledge and you know ken introduced patriarchy to barbie world or whatever um i like how it it just goes straight to violence you know like typical men like always wanting to go to war you know like and i thought it was so funny how like the barbies were like manipulating them to try to get everything back into the way it was and it just made me laugh because they were just like yep let's just play on the men's egos and their insecurities and then we'll get this right back to where we were and it worked and it was just so simple it's like women don't have to go to war to change anything you know like we just use our minds and know how to play on you know what's gonna work and it worked and it it was it was so funny to me yeah it was it was really it's a really funny movie there was a lot of little Subtle, not subtle. They were they were pretty obvious jabs at men and the way we do things. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing, you know. Like again, I could totally imagine like conservative men like sitting there, like shaking their heads, like "Oh my god, here we go with their <laughs> woke agenda." But it's like it's funny. Like yeah. it, there's this whole scene where like they're explaining how they're gonna get the get the power back, and it's like okay, pretend not to know anything about like computers <laughs> yeah. or whatever, and you know, pretend not to know anything about sports so they have this like little montage it's like oh let me show you and it's every sport like you know tennis baseball whatever and of course the guy comes from behind and like it's that that same cliche you see in like every movie like oh let me show you how to do it correctly yeah and it's just funny like seeing all these things kind of thrown back in your face like oh yeah i guess we do that sometimes (laughs) there's even a scene where like these two businessmen are talking this is when ken first gets into the real world and these two businessmen are talking and then a woman comes up and tries to say, oh, you know, kind of interject. And he just sticks his hand out like, you know, one second, you know, whatever your name is. Because, yeah. you know, the men are talking right now. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. And even the part with like, uh, just pretend you, what does it say? She said, pretend you've never seen The Godfather. And then, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, you've never seen The Godfather? Please, please play it from the beginning. Can you start from the beginning and then talk the whole way through? And talk I was like, and I was like guilty. Because <laughs> I'm like, I've, you know, there's definitely stuff where I'll, you recognize like the behavior, and you're like, oh yeah, I think I've done something like that before, something similar to that. You know, all the yeah. mansplaining or trying to like, you know, 
show your your all your knowledge on music or whatever it is yep. to to the women you know it's just <laughs> so funny it was just really well written yeah very well written yeah. hilarious movie like oh my god I was, we were laughing so much yeah it, it you know it was a lot more than i expected because i knew there was gonna be like a kind of a feminist angle to this obviously um but i really thought it was gonna be one of those like um Girls can do anything boys can. You know, a very simple kind of uh, night, something you'd see like in the 90s. Like girls are just as, uh, you know, good at doing stuff than boys are, as boys are, which is fine. But it, this much went much deeper than that. I mean, there's scenes where, like I said, when they get to the real world and you mentioned the construction workers mm-hmm. and uh, Barbie's like, I, you know, I've noticed like I'm getting a lot of looks and Ken's like, yeah, me too. But it's like, you know, admiration, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but... Mine has like a an undertone of like violence, and yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, I don't get that. She's like, yeah, no, I definitely have like an uh, sensing an undertone of violence to yeah. mine, which of course is like a really sad commentary. It's funny when you're watching it, but it's like it's this true commentary of yeah. like how. And then she even says like, I always feel like I'm in constant like danger, or I feel like I'm constantly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? And then one of the women's like, oh, that's in- that's called anxiety. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about this movie. Like, it points out almost everything that women have to go through just to exist. Mm -hmm. And that was a big point of this movie, too. Like, it's like women have to be extraordinary in order to be accepted or seen as equal. Why can't we just exist the way we are and be accepted as a human, um, an equal human? Um, But they, they do it with... It's satirical, right? right? So it is. There's a little humor, like it. The situation is funny at the time, but yeah, when you do think about it, it's like it is really sad. You know, it's it's sad that that is our reality. That's it's, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, but but that's exactly why I love this movie because they pointed everything yeah. out, almost everything you can think of that women have to go through on a daily basis. Yeah, you know that all these horrible things that we have to go through on a daily basis. Um, so yeah. And you mentioned that, that speech that America for our gives. That's, that's probably like the, one of the, the big, uh, I'd say one of the big moments in the movie is when she has that speech. Cause mm-hmm. they, they, you, you know, the whole theater was quiet at that moment because you it is to hear every yeah, word she said. It's a good speech. It's a very, very well written. And, uh, it kind of gets to the point of the whole, the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. but I, like I said, I won't try to, like you said, I won't try to like recreate it or re-quote it because it's it definitely, it's definitely something you want to see for yourself. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it was definitely a, not what I expected, I guess, from the initial tr- trailer that I saw. Because mm-hmm. when you see it, it's just, it didn't really show much. It just showed like Barbie, the Barbie land or whatever. And you're yeah. just like, what is this about? Like, at first I really thought it was just going to be a, just a, like I said, a commercial for Barbie, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see that. That's just you know. But then that <laughs> what got what got me, and I think what got a lot of people like myself interested was the fact that Greta Gerwig was involved, and I was like, okay, this is going to be different. Yeah. Also, the fact that Margot Robbie's involved because she typically makes things. Um, now that she has that kind of power, which is cool, she gets to make things that, that are important to her. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's probably going to be more than what what it appears on the surface, and that's definitely what this movie is. It's um, it's interesting because I know there was like some kids in the audience with mm-hmm. us, which I get, you know, people want to take their kids to go see a Barbie movie, but it's definitely not those 
those CG, the computer animated movies that they would always like have direct to video or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not that. Yeah. So I see why some people were like upset because it's got messaging in it and Mm -hmm. it's not just a mindless like toy commercial. So I know that upsets some people when you're trying to, uh, (laughs) I guess tell girls, I think that's a weird thing, by the way, to, to be upset that, um, um, that your young girls are being told that they, they can don't be that they can be anything they, they can be, be independent they don't need a man and they don't <laughs> need to have children like I think that's a weird thing to to be upset about like don't you want that for your for, don't you want them to be able to make that decision for themselves and and know that they aren't locked into one you know just one outcome I don't know I just think that's really weird for especially for mothers to feel that way about. About that kind of messaging, I don't know. It's really yeah. weird. Or even yeah. fathers. I mean, like, I don't know. It's 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 strange to me that that mindset of like, oh, you know, this anti man. It's not it's not anti man. It's just saying like, it literally says, you know, it's it shouldn't have to be just one thing for a woman. Like she shouldn't she shouldn't have to just follow this one path. She can mm-hmm. be pretty much. She has so many so many different options available to her. Um. But yeah, it was very. Very good movie. I I really enjoyed it too. Um, probably not as much as you did, only because there were to me there was a certain section towards the middle middle to the end where it kind of sagged a little for me. Um, and I think maybe it was just a switch in tone, which I wasn't expecting, and I was just like, "Oh, this got kind of dark." Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I I enjoyed it, and I I really enjoyed the way it came. It kind of made a comeback for me, uh, and so I, I really did like it. I mean, it was it was really enjoyable for uh, not just women to go watch or girls, but guys should go see it too. Mm-hmm. If guys have a sense of humor and they're not going to get their little feelings hurt, then right. yes, I think they would. Y'all would enjoy this movie. Yeah, it's funny because. Again, not to harp too much on it, but it's like I always hear guys like, oh, you know, people are so sensitive these days and they're not able to laugh at themselves. And I'm like, y'all are the biggest one. We're the biggest ones. Like Mm -hmm. we're never able to laugh at ourselves. It's like a big uh, get our feelings hurt when it's like, dude, it's a lot of this is truth. And a lot of it is just being able to just be able to recognize that in yourself and then just laugh about it and go, okay, yeah, I guess I could do better. You know, it's not the end of the world to be uh, told that. I did like the 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 fact like the Barbie world was, um, like I said I said before it was like an inverse. So even like the way Ken is, his his only existence is attached to Barbie. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have his own identity basically. Yeah. And so I thought that was interesting because it was like a twist on how um, some women are taught in the real world. Like your your existence is not tied to. A man or to your partner it shouldn't be anyway it should you should be your own person so it shouldn't be um you know your, your existence shouldn't be uh based on who you're with or you know your mm-hmm. job or whatever so i thought that was an interesting little flip to the you know it's like a negative version of the real world not negative in as in <laughs> positive negative but like uh like an image negative, you know what I'm saying? Like opposite. Of yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed that part of it too. 
because it put men in the position that yes. women are yeah, in that's what I was trying to all say. the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. Uh, so it was interesting to see it, the, the inverse of that, because yeah. it was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is how it would be on the other side of, uh, the other side of things. So Yeah. Yep, I loved that. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, really, really funny movie. I would highly, I highly recommend it, obviously, like you did, um, to anybody. Yep, yep, I highly recommend it. To anybody, it is PG thirteen, I think. Yeah, because there are some references here and there to, uh, I guess, genitalia. Yeah, <laughs> because you know Barbies <laughs> don't have any, so they kind of refer to that a few times in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really funny, but I guess if you have a stick up your ass, you're not gonna find it funny. But. <laughs> hey, whatever. You're probably not our audience anyway. So. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I feel like I, I, I feel like I did exactly what uh, the movie is trying to tell us not to do, which what? is to, like, kind of take over. Like, oh, let me, let me uh, explain. No. How I, okay, I didn't do it. Okay, good. No, you're giving your opinion about the movie. Now I'm um. overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was just thinking about like all the Barbie stuff. I'm just thinking about like. Oh. What? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm. Ju- I was just thinking about like all the the stuff that I had when I was a kid and how that may have shaped who I am today, right? So, like, when I was growing up, I didn't have any baby dolls. Like, my parents never bought me Cabbage Patch Kids. I remember that was the thing, Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. And they never bought me one. Um, And I always had just stuffed animals. Maybe that's why I'm a vegan now, and I, I just love animals, taking care of animals, because I that's what I had to play with, yeah. but pretend those were my babies. Um, and then they bought, they would buy Erica, my sister, uh, Cabbage Patch dolls, and not me. And mm. so I still always had stuffed animals yeah. while she had human, like, little babies to play with. Uh-huh. And then they started buying uh, both of us Barbie dolls, and... Ooh. Um, I remember we had the Barbie doll dream house with the elevator. Mm. I remember we had this Barbie Corvette. It was a remote control Barbie Corvette. Wow. It was really cool. So you can uh, actually drive the the Corvette. Um, and then we had like the Barbie Jeep where we could actually sit in the Barbie Jeep. You know, those little yeah. Hot Wheel things yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, what else do we have? I think, and they bought my sister way more Barbie stuff than me. So she had that, I think she had the, camper the barbie camper thing like the van she had the barbie airplane i think Jeez. and then there was one more thing she had maybe that was it um i don't know if we ever had any mermaid barbies uh but the one extra barbie thing they they did get me i remember i really wanted it so bad it was the barbie head like it was kind of like the bus or like the mannequin like the big barbie just the head and shoulders so that you can style her hair. And I am a licensed cosmetologist, right? So like maybe that's where my love of yeah. styling hair came from because I remember like that's I would teach myself to learn how to do like braids and ponytails and all that stuff cuz my mom never did my hair like that or taught me how to do any of that or anything. So I remember learning and practicing and playing on the Barbie doll, on the big Barbie head doll mm. when I was little. So, um, and I remember when I was older, a little bit older, I remember like begging my parents for a Cabbage Patch doll, like 
because I still never got one. My sister had like a few and I still never got one. And they <laughs> finally got me one. But I was already a little older at this point, yeah. right? And then it wasn't even like a true Cabbage Patch doll. Like its clothes <laughs> it didn't come off. off. Yeah, yeah. No, so, okay, yeah, it was a Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, okay. But it wasn't like the, the typical the where you can change its one. pamper yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can change its clothes. No, this one, it had just permanent clothes like sewn mm. on. And you couldn't like change the the pamper or nothing, and had the little bottle stuck on his hand, like you know, like it wasn't yeah. like the ones my sister had. So at the, I was upset about that. But I remember like once I had the Cabbage Patch doll, like I was just kind of like, okay, now what I would do with it? Like I didn't really yeah. care to play with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, it's just so funny just thinking back on like maybe you know these types of toys really do shape how you think and who you are mm. as you're growing up, and. Um, I'm just just thinking back, reflecting, like, maybe that's why I'm so into animals and I really don't care to have a, a kid at all to take care of another <laughs> human person at all. And I am so independent and I did get into hair. You know, I love doing hair and stuff like that and makeup. And, I, you know, I think it's art. And, you know, it's just I'm just reflecting back and, yeah. and thinking, like, Barbie did play a big part of my life growing up. So that's why also why I was so excited about this movie. Yeah, well, going back to what you're saying about the 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 Barbie head or whatever, I love. That's what I love about the draft house. I'm, this is where I'm going to sell the draft house to anyone that doesn't. <laughs> um, the draft house does like pre shows, so 30 minutes before the movie starts. Usually, what what you're seeing on screen, it's not Coke ads, it's not the other crap that you see at other theaters. It's it's stuff that's typically related to the movie you're about to watch. So mm-hmm. whether so, like if you go watch a Marvel movie. Um, it'll play like clips from like the Marvel cartoons that tie into this movie you're about to watch or, um, you know, like when we saw the scream, the last scream movie, they were playing little clips of like, like yeah, basically catching you up, you know, last time on screen, whatever. So this one, they were showing lots of Barbie ads and, from like the 70s. Yeah. But what was cool about it was they were showing a lot of, uh, Barbie ads from stuff that I never knew existed about Barbie. And what was cool about it was that then you would see those in the movie. So like there's mm-hmm. one with like, I guess there's a Barbie with like a, a video camera on, on her chest or something. And uh, she has like, back. Oh yeah, yeah. She has like the little camera on her chest. It's like yeah. hidden like a necklace. And then on her back is where you would like see the video. Green. <laughs> it was really weird, but it, it comes up in the movie and it's, it's hilarious. But if we hadn't seen that, I would have just been like, was that real? You know, I would have been asking those questions to myself. Like, is that based on something real? And then seeing it in the, movie most of those things i was like yeah i know those were real because we just saw the ads for them Mm -hmm. um so i I love that they do that they were showing a bunch of ads like you said starting from like the 50s 60s 70s all the way to like current um and they were playing like interspersing with like music videos and stuff that were also (laughs) songs that were in the movie or referenced in the movie yeah so i thought that was really cool because it it really did prepare me for the some of the jokes that i was gonna see um and then uh, just lastly, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed that the opening to the movie because it was obviously a, a a parody of the opening of 2001, A Space Odyssey. So yeah. I just I was laughing because it was so funny. Um, but I know like yeah. probably most people under 40 aren't going to get the reference or the joke. <laughs> so it was just funny to me because I was, I was like I was cracking up because it was a I, I recognized it right away. As soon as yeah. the movie started, I was like, oh, this is like 2001. Um, the little girls taking the place of the, of the um, like the the primates or whatever the the cavemen from the mm-hmm. previous time. 
Um, but anyway, I thought that was pretty, really cool movie. Um, really funny, really well made. Lots of cool dance moves. <laughs> yeah. Very self-referential. There's this funny line about Margot Robbie in the movie itself. But anyway, you know. Yeah, props to the choreographer because there was a lot of dance scenes and stuff in this movie that I thought were pretty cool. So props to the choreographers to that. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything else you wanted to add? Mm -hmm. No. No, that was about it. I highly recommend it. Go watch it. I loved it. I probably want to see it again. So Yeah, it's a good one. (laughs) Um. Yeah, it was a great it was a great uh weekend because we got to see both of the both of the movies. I think we watched them in the right order too. I think, I think so too. I think Oppenheimer was the good thing to start the weekend with. Very heavy subject matter and then just to end the weekend with a you know, this very uh light movie, but also it, it did have its like very thought provoking uh, discussions within the movie itself. So I thought that was cool too. Yeah. Um not a not not a dumb movie like I thought it was gonna be when I first saw the trailer first. <laughs> uh so, um, yeah, really well done. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that wraps it up for Barbie in theaters now. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Third Row from the Front. Also, follow us or subscribe to our podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you next time on Third Row from the Front. Bye. Bye.